Here are the outstanding nominees for performance by an actor in a leading role. Dwayne Wade, Chicago Bulls. Pierce, Los Angeles Clippers. LeBron James, Cleveland Cavaliers. Chris Paul, Los Angeles Clippers. And the Oscar goes to LeBron James. Yo, what up? It's your boy on JJ Stone, aka O Doctor. It's Monday at 10 o'clock, IQMZ Sports episode 13. Say what's up to the people, Jason. What's going on, everybody? I have a confession to make today. I had the envelope that had the real winner of the best picture yesterday in my pocket. So Sorry basically, it's Oscar season. As you saw, LeBron James won best Oscar for best floppa doppa. Um I disagree on that, by the way, but that, I, that's fine. I, I do too. I mean, at the same time. <laughs> It's one of those things where he doesn't get called for fa- he's like Shaq. They don't call the fouls on him as much as they should because he's so big. And at other times he just explodes in a moment, but it's always calculated too. He's a sneaky dude. He yeah. knows who you are and if he can get you going or get you ejected or a technical, he'll flop just to make you mad. <laughs> are you are you pro flop or anti flop? I'm I'm starting to be anti flop. I used to be pro flop because it used to be funny. Like when it was like kind of meaningful, but now people are just flopping when nobody even touches them. That's like they're right. They're going jumping. soccer style now, baby. Yeah, they're just doing backflips in the air for no reason, <laughs> and that I can't get down with. Um, I'm all for it at the right time. Yeah, again, when when you're trying to get Boogie Cousins out or Draymond Green out or like certain guys, you're just trying to make a play. I get it, but when you're just flopping on everything and you're crying about every call, that is just I can't get down. With it. It's just become too much. I There's used to, a, uh, Lopez is ago. a flopper. Oh, yeah, big time. I used to love when Reggie would hook guys' arms and then flop afterwards and get the foul called on the guy. Oh, yeah. Like he yep. would grab their arm, then flop. Yep. He's like, they dragged me, they pulled me. It would happen yeah. every time. <laughs> um, somebody got called. He was on the Trailblazers. He got called for the foul, even though the offensive player hit him in the face. And when he got up, it was one of those things where, like, oh, he didn't even touch him, didn't even touch him. Then he pulls his fucking tooth off the floor with blood. He's like, <laughs> do you not look at the replay? Do you see the tooth in my hand? Like, you see, I'm missing a front tooth, dog. Like, he hit me. I didn't touch him. And you they're like, they're oh, going to they're gonna have to adopt the hockey rule where if you flop in hockey, you get a penalty for embellishment, and the player gets a penalty for the foul. Oh, wow. So they both get a penalty, which has never made sense to me because how could you flop and a penalty be committed? Speaking of which, I totally forgot to find a funny video from a guy coming up from D-League this week. Uh, it was D-League, uh, not D-League, it was junior college hockey. When he ran the ref over? Yeah, after being yeah. put in the penalty box. That joint was yeah. 
He's facing and, charges today. Oh, he's got three charges on him. Yeah, and yeah. the ref did not have any wherewithal to stop him whatsoever. No. There uh, was two good uh, – there was another one, an AHL one, where two guys fought on their way to the locker room. Oh, yeah, and they both caught good punches. They the did. The dude who caught the first punch <laughs> – Took it like a champ. Yeah. And he rocked the world of the dude when he hit him back. And then the dude oh, drug him split. down. Oh, <laughs> he drug him down. Oh, I should I should have found those videos. Anyway, we got other stuff. This is like basketball Monday today. It's That's very why I didn't look heavy. up the hockey stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was just a lot. This is a lot of NBA stuff going on. So go ahead and talk about the first time we're going to talk about. Barbecue chicken. BBQ. Okay. So uh, JaVel McGee has been a longtime member of Shacked in a Fool, a segment on uh, TNT's uh, NBA show, the post-game show. And uh, JaVale McGee finally woke up the other day and decided he was a tough guy and started to go at Shaq on Twitter about uh, being on Shacked in a Fool so many times. And they ended up having a nice little girly argument on Twitter about it. Now, first of all, he's been making fun of McGee for... His whole career. His career. <laughs> his entire career. So it's been, what, six years now? Yeah. And long story short, Shaq and the Fools were where players make mistakes. They pass to the wrong player. They shoot on their own basket. All in uh, good fun. Yeah, just, just, just basic basketball mistakes. And I guess maybe two years ago, McGee was on an interview with the guys, and he tried to, like, make fun of it, but then he, on, on air, then he called Shaq a coon. And Shaq yeah. just kind of let it slide. I was like, oh, okay, big fella. You know what I mean? He let it slide when he said that. And they just kept joking about it because they were laughing. He's like, yeah, you know, you guys are old and you ain't got nothing else to do. But he just, again, he's it's a joke. And he's not the only one that's on Shaq and the Fool. It's nope. just he makes Shaq and the Fool the most because right. he makes the most bad basketball plays. Right. It's so not now, their fault that he ran back to the other side of the court while the ball was still on the offensive side. Yeah, he and sprinted the whole team, back to the defensive end. And the whole team's calling him like, where are you going? <laughs> Get back down here. So he, he's like, done ooh. really horrible things. Um, uh, let, let's let's run the video clip. We got that YouTube up, um, and then uh, go from there. Works for a company that you know, wants him to do that type of stuff, and fun players. It's cool and funny, but when you just keep doing it time and time and time again for no reason, yeah, and then a guy actually disagrees with you, and you threaten him. I ain't no cops can threaten civilians like that. You know, it's definitely childish. That's what they want from these stars and these retired players is to, you know, feud with the guy that's playing now and make arguments. You're in this position where somebody on national TV is making fun of you night after night. It's not the greatest thing for your reputation. I can tell you I had a preconceived notion of JaVale before he got here that turned out to be totally false. And a lot of that was because of... What goes on with, uh, with Shaq's, Shaq and the Fool? The misperception of him now is that he's a, a dumb player or because he, he makes mistakes out on the court. Shaq is a free throw shooter. He missed dunks. He airballed free throws. He can't shoot. He couldn't shoot outside the paint. He's bigger than everybody. He didn't have any skill. But he was bigger and stronger than everybody. And he's still a great player, but you had your flaws too as a player. And he played on 5 or 16 too. So it's not like he's just this perfect you know, center. So while while we're talking about this, go in the doc aimless and uh, pick up that YouTube video that's underneath this uh, title, so we can play that. Now, 
that I thought that was the video that was going to explain Shaq and McGee's beef between each other. But yeah, that, that, that and still, why would you say those dumb things about Shaquille O'Neal? The award for best drama goes to... First of all, Shaq is one of the most dominant forces in the league. He doesn't shoot outside the arc because he's a center. You just said that. And yes, nowadays centers but shoot threes, really but that's forward. not the game that it has, NBA has been played. So you're stupid. Second of all, he missed free throws. Yes, he was a bad free throw. Say that. But then when you say he missed shots and dunks, dunks you right. dummy, everybody misses shots and dunks. Right. You, Kevin Durant, missed shots and dunks. What, what does that say about anything? He is literally one of the top five centers in the history of the game, period. And then depending on how you want to look at it, you want to say the most dominant center, he's number one as far as the sheer force and will. So what the hell is he talking about? Come, I mean, he's coming to defense of his dude, but that's not how you do it. Look, that's because he can't. There's nothing to defend, so you got to make stuff up because there's nothing. So you just got to kind of go places and kind of like, I don't know, you missed free throws and stuff. Like this guy, I don't know, JaVale McGee makes a lot of mistakes, and you just got to make things up as you go along. And, and Durant, just, oh, God, he's so soft. He, uh, he, he's a cupcake. Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't like that KD cupcake, that cow. <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead and uh, uh, play that clip. That's the one the one you got up there. Uh, run that back and, and let that run for a little bit. Uh, just so you can get context of how horrible this dude is. <laughs> Watch JaVale McGee this whole play. Oh, my God. Watch this. And I asked the question, there he goes. where the hell are you going? What are you doing? Why are you not back in the play? Hustle back. Sub. Sub. Number two, a frequent nominee in Shaq and the Fool. Here's three boneheaded plays by my boy, JaVale McGee. He's a regular on Shaq and the Fool. That was number one. Oh, post him up, Javel. Post him up, Javel. Hold him off. Hold him off. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it really is bad. Like, oh, wait, 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 wait. you inbound the ball. You trying to save it to who? Create a fast break. Number three, my favorite player, Javel McGee. He thinks he's a point guard, but he's more like Tragic Bronson. So, okay, so you, you get it. So basically, recently he comes out and he says about, uh, if, you were, if you were listening to audio, this guy's just the worst basketball player in the history of the game. I'm joking. But he looks like a high school player in, in the NBA. Um, watch the video. He, just, he looks like a guy that's, you know, he's just too tall and can't control himself when he gets yeah. moving full speed. And granted, that's when he was young. And they did say that, yo, when he was a wizard, he was terrible. And when he went to another team, he's been on five teams. He's been better as he's gotten older. But again... So basically, he gets on Shaq and the Fool again. He goes to Shaq and says, keep your, keep my name out your mouth. You always got my nuts in your mouth. You think you're special. Yeah. Da, da, da. And then Shaq's like, who are you talking to, you bum, young fella? Da, da, da. He's like, yeah, I mean, I'll knock you out, you old people over there talking. To and then Shaq's like, yo, I will destroy your life. Come down there. When I see you, it's going to be real. I'm going to smack them out your mouth when I see you. He's like, see, this dude always got my nuts in his mouth. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, yo, everybody in the league's like, you better stop talking to Shaq like that. First of all, <laughs> Shaq is a child. He don't give up. He don't quit beefs like that. And he always wins because he's just more charismatic of fighting other people. And people just love him, and they know he's like that. So what happens? KD comes out, says that bull. He was talking. Then his mom. His mom. <laughs> his mom comes out and says, Shaquille O'Neal cyberbullying my son. Cyberbullying. Who's a grown man in the NBA. <laughs> and I, I want Shaq fired or suspended. Then... They, they went to the Warriors, went to TNT, into the league 
to complain Shaq, about it. Shaq can't talk about it anymore. Now, Sha okay, so then Shaq's mom comes out and says, hey, I don't want to hear about this woman talking about you, a cyber bully. Stop it. And Shaq's like, okay, mama, a.k.a. TNT said, let's just stop this beef because you brought it into a physical altercation and this man's scared for his life like a little girl. Right. And Shaq, we can't have that because you had to you're gonna have him on the show eight more times a season. So let let's just let it go. But long story short, they're a bunch of cowards. Go ahead, throw them throw them two tweets up on the screen for the people to see. By the way, Shaq should have handled that like Barkley handled the stuff with LeBron, where he's just like, Oh yeah, you found out about my past. I see you have Google. Okay. Yeah. Like just you don't need to take it like, well, I'll fight you. Yeah, well, like, it's just, that it's, Shaq does that every time though. I know, because he's Shaq and he would I fight know. you. Yeah, like you, and you kept saying nothing, and you called him a coon. Like right. you're white, uh, I, calling a black person a coon is just like dropping the n word on him. Like, and for a black person, a black person, it's still offensive. I can I say he, he's not white. Who? Javale McGee. He's mixed. Something he he light skinned it. <laughs> okay. I, I just said a black person to a black person still has the same effect oh, as yeah, someone yeah, else yeah, calling yeah, them yeah. the n word. Just confused me. That was all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, like, if, if you called me an N-word, I'd be like, supposed to be mad. Right, 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 right? If a black person calls another black person a coon, I'm mad. Like, you can't yeah, yeah, be yeah. telling me I'm cooning. I ain't cooning. You know what I mean? Like, it's Shaq and the fool. You made the stupid mistakes. I didn't go out of my way to make jokes for white folk to laugh at you. Here's you the funnier made... part about that. Do they think Shaq searches all that stuff? The production team makes that. Shaq just plays the clip and talks over it, man. That's the... Like... <laughs> That's the key point, and we can move right. on from there. It's not even got nothing to do with Shaq. Right. He just like they're the ones that pick on him. If you really want to be honest. Um. The the other thing in that thing was the beef with uh, Cuban. The truth. Oh, that no, one. I'm gonna skip to that one, but we're going to Cuban first. All right, go ahead. Cuban, Mark Cuban, uh, owner of Dallas Mavericks. You don't have to bring nothing up for that. Dallas Mavericks got upset at Bleacher Report for saying Dirk forever because he shot an air ball. Yeah. He got so mad, he wrote a letter, an email, <laughs> to the press, to the NBA, to Bleacher, yeah. Report, Bleacher Report, complaining about that. And then Bleacher Report took the tweet down. Yep, they backed down. Yo, how soft is that, bro? That's so weak. He, I'm worried. I'm wondering if... He's made fun of players, coaches, yeah. people outside of cries about uh, Donald Trump uh, 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 submitting the press, and he rose and writes this? That's soft, bro. It's called being a hypocrite. Oh, total hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just don't get why we can't laugh at each other anymore, man. Just even if we disagree, I can still laugh. We, Me and you have had a million arguments about sports, about other things, about, and we're still friends. Yeah. Because you know why? We're allowed to disagree. Yeah, it ain't that like, It's really okay. Like, and if no. you think it's that serious, just ask the person. It right. might be a misunderstanding. But, right. okay, so go talk about the other beef real quick, and then we're going to get out of here on that beefing. Uh, it was just Paul Pierce and Draymond Green got into it on the court during a game, and uh, very audibly you could hear Draymond Green calling out Paul Pierce, asking if he was trying to get the Kobe tour, the Kobe retirement tour, talking about they don't love you like that. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, didn't put the, I didn't put the deep links on this. That's all right. Uh, just because we talk about it, but... Basically, Paul Pierce started talking trash to um, Green about fouling out or something, whatever. He just said, oh, he said, you're the fifth Beatle or whatever. You're okay. the worst person on that team. You ain't nothing mm -hmm. without, you know, KD, Curry and all oh. them. You ain't nothing. Paul and Pierce so then, totally forgets how that Celtics team won. So, again, again, it's just, <laughs> it's just what he said to him in the moment, trying to hype right. his team up. 
because uh, they were up by 12 or 20 at the time. They they came back and took an L on that, but that's what he said. So then when he uh, heard uh, Draymond say, you didn't get the Kobe tour, they don't love you like that, which got picked up by the mics, which we rarely hear those kind of things. Right. It came out clear. Yeah, and, and Ben Paul Pierce said, I couldn't hear him yelling because everybody was yelling because it was a timeout. I mean, a free throw, so I couldn't hear what he was saying back to me. So I didn't respond until four hours later with the whole 3-1 loss, which he could have came four up with. Four hours that. later. That's the he best you can come up with, bro. <laughs> Whack Arnold's reply. But, you know, even that. Like, But the problem is, is that what happened to trash talking? What happened to Larry Bird talking smack? Jordan talking smack? Uh, uh, Peyton. Uh, Gary Payton talking smack. K- Kevin Durant. Not Kevin Durant. Garnett. Like, Everybody talks about when LeBron James looks back at Steph Curry, I'm like, mah, 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 mah. like I like that. And we it's the best so part of sports, soft. man. It's so soft right now. That's- oh, last note, even on saying that, uh, Shannon Sharp was on Undisputed today talking about, oh, I'm tired of these black men fighting each other, black men, and all these black men in the pot crab and fighting to get over oh, each other, God. disrespecting each other, and all this kind of stuff, and calling each brothers cooning and uh, da, da, da. I was like, dude, you are one of the biggest trash talkers in the NFL. We haven't all seen the clip of him picking up the phone, calling in the National Guard for killing the Patriots eight million times because he no, was trash talking. We need Come a on, Navy, man. the National Guard, and the Secret Service. We need somebody to get him out. Like, look, I, when you're playing against somebody, you're not supposed to be friends, man. You're supposed to be enemies on the court. Yeah, but that's changed. AAU balls changed all that. It did change all that. Next topic: Lonzo Ball's dad. They in the they in the, they on our show every week. We He's a weekly him. segment. We need him as a guest. We need to get him as a guest for real, for real. So this week he said, "My son is only playing for the Lakers." And then somebody said, "You need to shut your big mouth up, you dumb yeah. dummy." Yeah, you know who said that? Uh, Lonzo Ball's agent that he doesn't have yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like yo, he's going like, well. Hey. One pick is it the number one pick? Want him? And you want that number one money? And that number one contract, you better he's shut not, up. He's not going to go number one, and part of the reason will be because of his dad. I I think that no matter what, his dad's not going to affect his stock because even with these things that he's saying, bottom line is his dad was this guy's coach, these kids' coaches for the majority of their upbringing. He, whatever, he should have a job coaching kids because apparently he's doing something right. If you give, give him a tall kid, he can help you out. So as a coach, he's doing something. But when he comes in the M- NBA, usually dads fall back. You think of uh, the Manning brothers' dad. He was very outspoken when they yep. were in college and all that kind of stuff. And then he still spat, spat throughout their career. But it was more like, yo, dad, chill, shut up. I he got did this. follow up and say that he was misquoted and said that he would like to play for the Lakers. Okay. Yes, yeah, so he, he did try to walk he it back. He tried to, yeah. <laughs> so, but again, it, it's one of those situations I think it won't affect his stock. If somebody wants him, they're going to take him. Just because the dad isn't going to be really a bit of an issue, because at that point too he's going to have another son in college and another son coming up, so he's going to, have to focus on them as opposed to his son that's in the NBA. His his uh, other son, the one that we uh, that scored the ninety points or whatever, just missed twenty three pointers and cost his team a playoff game. Yeah, took an L and they ain't gonna bounce back. Took an L and they ain't gonna bounce back. So yeah, the ball family semi balling, but in news every week. So no more balls on this show. No more balls <laughs> bouncing. Um, so uh, he's got up there on the screen, even though we didn't transition to it. We talk about uh, 76ers. Tell them about your boy. Tell them about both your boys. Uh, well, the Sixers have officially, unofficially decided that the season is over. Uh, ben Simmons has already been announced that he's not going to play this year because his foot is not healing correctly because apparently the Sixers have the worst medical staff 
known to professional sports. Uh, Simmons went and got, a, I believe, a platelet injection or something in his foot today. I think that's what it was. Then it comes out that Joel Embiid, who was day-to-day three weeks ago with a minor knee injury, then a slight tear. Then he was going to play after the All-Star break, but now his knee is swelling, and now he's not going to play again for a while. And they might as well just sit him down for the rest of the season, and this is going to be a recurring thing for the rest of Joel Embiid's career. I I can't deny that. I can't go against that. We're just going to have to wait and see. The thing that cracks me about this is that, like, one, I don't even believe you. I don't believe they have a bad medical team over there. These people make a crap ton of money, and this area actually for sports science and sports doctors is one of the best. uh, Is one of the best. So even if they were stupid, they could have came across the bridge over here to Jersey and got down with the get down. So I believe that this is just a bad organization doing bad business, and it's embarrassing for us as fans, especially when they keep running ads on Facebook. Instagram and Twitter telling me to come sign up and get uh, partial season tickets with this guy, and they put Embiid and Simmons up on the cover, and I'm like, yo, shut up. Right. Uh, Do my, you my, think he'll ever be a major contributor for a whole season, Embiid? Yes. You do? I do. I, I'm I'm of the full belief that he could have played last year, but okay. they're still in tank mode. Yes. I'm of the full belief that he could play right now, but they're, but they're in tank again. mode. Okay. And they're already almost winning games and winning games without him. So put him on the court. We're going to win games. And that's not right. what they want. So okay. I, I fully believe since they couldn't get any of the trades they wanted off, they're like, hey, we already got this preconceived notion of a problem. Let's just, like you said, shut it down, put shut him on the down. shelf. And But I, I fully believe next year he plays a full season. That's, I sure that's hope my, so. That's my full belief. If he doesn't um, play a full season next year, he, he's going to have to switch over to the old Bill Walton role on the Celtics where you're kind of a uh, contributor in small minutes. Yeah. Because after and, his and, feet went, that's how the Celtics used Bill Walton. And to be honest, I'd take him for 20 minutes a game because that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, so Unleash far, the beast. So far, he's rookie of the year. And he's games. only played 31 games and 24 minutes a game average. But you know what's he's, crazy? He's average, he averaged like 27 points a game and 10 rebounds and all this stuff. So That the only person that might challenge him for rookie of the Sarge. year is Sarge. Yeah, because he's balling out right now. Yeah, I, I was. I'm of that mindset. It's hard to give it to Embiid because he only played 31 games, but I mean, look at the numbers. Right, they're phenomenal. Look at the time spent. It's it's insane. So I mean, I'd give it to him, but uh, for the they're not season, gonna give it to him though. If they don't give it to him, they gotta give it to Sarge because the way Sarge, like you said, the way Sarge is balling, it's gotta be Sarge because he's the only one can even come in close. Uh, we, we looked all across the league and everybody's like. Right. It's not really a, a good ball to come from any of these rookies. Uh, uh, shizzle. Let's uh let's move on to the next story. What's the next topic we gotta talk about? Where are we going? We're going with the Pelicans, the Pelicans. Yeah. They made their big trade for Boogie Cousins after the All Star game. Right. I don't think we talked. Oh, we talked a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, talked a little bit about. Right? Yep. Well, they yep. played three games since then, and uh, they're zero and three. But Boogie Cousins is averaging 98.77 rebounds and 42 uh, blocks. Ah, uh, I got the stats for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You got some stats? Uh, About want, time you had some stats. Go uh, ahead for some stats. You want you want the brow or Boogie or both? I want both. Let me see them both. stats, girl. In the three games, they're combined. They're averaging 59 points and 23 rebounds. Wow. Right? They uh, Their first game together against the Rockets, 
the Brow 29 and 9, Boogie 27 and 14. Versus the Mavs, the Brow 39 and 14, Boogie 12 and 15. Versus the Thunder, the Brow 38 and 7, Boogie 31 and 10. If they had a guard, it'd be all over. So they're losing these games, and I, I hope that Boogie and the Pelicans themselves are like, yes, we're going to be something one day. Because everybody in the media is like, see, it's not working. So I was like, dude, first of all, you got to give them time. Right. Three games um, is too soon. Three games is too soon. But secondly, also here, run that clip. If you got that clip to pull up just on that page, go ahead and let that roll. Um, By the way, I did see a rumor today that said the Pelicans' next big three with Chris Paul is the guard, and that was your call last week. Yeah, yeah. So it, uh, Boogie got another technical, and now he's going to be suspended. Uh, suspended, which at the t same time, that technical was not a technical on him. And the league sometimes comes back in later and rescinds it, and he's had a couple rescinded against him. Yeah. But I think they should just go ahead and accept this one. And move on, and that way you clear just, it out. Yep, just to clear it out, start all over again so it's not down the line or whatever if you got a big game, an important game coming up, and you want him in there playing. I wish but, there was a way that the refs could not have that preconceived notion about a player every game. So like, I was Go ahead. I, I was thinking that, too, and I was thinking, what could he do – to appease them, Nothing. like he, he he can know. Like if I was him, I would find a a, a three day break, find some chick at ESPN, and no offense, but I'm saying a female because it, it br it'll bring out a softer tone in him. Mm -hmm. Find a, a female reporter, say, look, I want to do a one on one, apologize for my behavior. I've got a new start. I'm trying to build a new me. I want to build a new relationship with these refs. I want to be able to right. turn around and joke with a ref like LeBron does and not get yeah. a tech and have them think I'm mad. Like I'm reaching out as a broad statement to say, new boogie, new me, give me a new chance. I'm going to give you a new chance. It's It's all new. Like he needs to do that. I don't know if it's in his repertoire to do it or somebody can't tell him, but he needs to do that because you're right. The, the prejudice against him is too great, and it's and it's upsetting because, like I told you, I think he's going to turn and change into a new boogie. And so far, like you said, those numbers are astounding. If they only had a, a point guard to run them, they, they're going to be a problem if they can get somebody. If I was a shooter, I'd be dying to go play there. No doubt. Like, I, I'm... Um, excited to see the free agents that go there next year that want to go there who's available because again you only need a couple little things and then that's just it's on and popping um so yeah they're, they're zero and three but it's all good the future's gonna be bright for them next all right on to the uh the trade deadline happened the sixers made a trade they ended up with andrew bogut uh team start after the trade deadline, start releasing veterans that they're no longer going to use. The Sixers are going to release Bogut. Deron Williams was released by the Mavericks. Jose Calderon was uh, released by the Lakers, I believe, which is a... I don't really like that whole thing with the NBA, but the Cavaliers are enjoying it. So here's the thing. I feel like that's a setup. I feel like this is one of the bigger scams that no one addresses with the league. Agreed. Because of their partnerships and their deals. Because if you go through your trade deadline and you wanted to get Williams, you didn't have anything to give up for him, why is the team cutting him? Right. Like, why are you dumping him? At least get a second-round pick for the guy, right? Anything, right? right. When, you, <laughs> when you just dump him midseason, what are you cutting him for? Right. You still have to pay him the money. Like, exactly. what's the point? So you dump them so they can get paid and go sit on the couch. They're not going to go sit on the couch. It's funny because like, they had to start that other rule 
I want to say it was the Jerry Stackhouse rule. That could be the wrong player that I'm remembering, but I'm like where he was traded, released, and then re-signed with the team that traded him. Yes. So like they kind of like you know circled it around and cut his salary that way. So they had to institute that rule that you couldn't do that. So now the the Cavs have uh, officially signed. Uh, is it Darren Williams or Derek Williams? Deron. Deron. I they signed Derek Williams last week. Okay. Um. So. He's now on the team. Bogus potentially coming to the team. Oh, he's going there. They're going to have the all-beard squad. I I believe that's enough to beat the Warriors. I think so, too. Though, Bogut, I don't know how he'll do against Green. So, that kind of, so, he gets phased out during that time. So here, here's what's going to happen, right? Bogut isn't for the finals. Yeah, okay. Bogut is for the playoffs to rest a LeBron James and a Kyrie because the East goes big. Everybody's kind of big except for the Wizards. Uh-huh. The East tries to, you know what I mean? They try to play basketball the right way. Right. So when you go through the East, that's why you saw them, sh- the, the Cavs were the the Warriors of the East. All they were doing is jacking up threes because right. they're inside. You couldn't get in there. Everybody's passing so well. So they use Bogut and uh, 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 Thompson, and they just wear teams down, beat them up, right. beat them up, beat them up, and rest, rest, rest. And then once the finals come, Bogut, hey, have a seat, bro. We're going to be running and gunning right now, but thanks for helping us get here with a little bit more energy. Bogut's been hurt this year. He's only averaging three points per game in the 26 games he played with the Mavs. But he's still averaging 8.3 rebounds, and he's a great defender and an ultimate pick setter, man. He's one of the best pick setters in the league. And and again, when they picked up that – I forget what the dude's name is. The Cavs picked up the dude on the the, uh, 10-day contract, dude with the dreads. Uh, the uh, the forward? Yeah. That's Derek Williams. That's Derek Williams. Okay, so yeah. he's been playing really well. They can rest Bogut until the playoffs when they want him and need him because they don't need him right now. No, um, right. So it, it, it's like, yeah, I mean, you bring him a little bit so he gets acclimated to the plays and stuff, but they won't wear him down. They, they really want him for that Eastern Conference playoff run to beat up on the Eastern Conference, and I do believe they would just sit him down, pick his brain on what the plays are being called and how they like to run and do all that, that inside snooper knowledge. And then keep it popping. Deron um, Williams is going to help the Cavs so much with relieving oh. LeBron's uh, ball handling duties. Oh. He's averaging 13.7 a game, 6.2 assists. His last two years with Dallas, he averages eight assists for his career. And, and, and he's, a, he's a point guard. He's a true point guard. A true point guard. And he's been on garbage teams most of his life yeah. without you help. You remember years ago, like, I, I think I was one of them. I, I think I have to admit, I thought he was better than Chris Paul. Um, can I tell you something? I think he's better than Chris Paul because now, he, not now. Then, okay. I, then oh, yeah. what you're okay. talking about yeah. when I he was like, in no, Utah, when he was in Utah and, and they didn't really have the help, but he was dude, he was breaking cats down. Like you said, average eight assists whole career and not for nothing. Wait, wait till we see him with a team. Chris right. Paul was cool and all, but he went to Chris Paul when he went to the Clippers and it's Club city and da, 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 da. But, city. So we'll see. Um, so let's talk about, um, the Knicks. I, this oh, I thought, can really we play bad. that video that's up there or no? That LeBron block? Is that, that yeah, what Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to start with that. This this next segment is the Knicks <laughs> suck. All right, let's do Knicks suck. Yeah. Because they Knicks suck. suck. <laughs> Go ahead. What do you want to talk about how bad they suck? They just lost today to DeMar DeRozan hit a buzzer beater. So go ahead and run that video again while I talk. Oh, we're going to that now? <laughs> let this video run again. LeBron James oh, LeBron. put his head down half court 
and sped up like a turbo energizer bunny, only to pump the brakes in the last three steps to perfectly time a block in the corner of the rim. Jiminy Josephine Baker. <laughs> then he got the ball back, too, with the block. He just pinned it and took it and then just walked it down. It's so embarrassing the way he could fly. He's so fast. He's I don't old know how now. he does that, man. <laughs> He's old now. He's 33 years old. And when I say, if you ain't watched the video, I know he's 32. He no, put, I'm older than that. Like, <laughs> hey, you, shut up. You ain't no LeBron James. You ain't never. You came out of the womb. You didn't look like LeBron James coming out of the womb. You, just let, let me back to my story. LeBron James <laughs> is so fast. Like, literally, like, when he put on the Jets, I'm like, oh, he's not going to. Oh, my God, he's already there. By the time I thought he's not going to get there, he's already at the rim, and he pumped his brakes just the top. He had to slow down. And he does it all the time. And he ran like a. Like an old sprinter. Like he's like, all right, I'm about to, he's like, I'm about to muscle it. Like he's like transformed. He puts his head down, raises his shoulders, clenches his fist, and then pumps. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I'm like, what is that? That's like some old sprinter move. And he's just amazing. And it, the Knicks suck. Back to the point of the matter. I blocked they, were the, the, but, they were in the news twice today. What, 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 tell me one thing they were in the news for today. Well, I just said they lost on a buzzer beater to DeMar DeRozan and the Raptors to end the, you know, tonight. And earlier today it came out they're releasing Brandon Jennings, who was one of their, you know, free agent signings that they thought would help turn it around to sign Chasson Randall. Ex-Sixer. Just released by the Sixers. Because they needed a roster spot after their two trades they made. So, long story short on that. Also, side note, the Raptors are screwed. Yeah, without Kyle Lowry, who's going to be yeah. out until the playoffs with a wrist injury. Yes, he's – it's a wrap, Reynolds. Um, so they're beat for the playoffs. They just can't – I mean, they're going to beat somebody because they're a good team. But yeah. everybody was thinking that they were going to challenge the, the Cavs again in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now the I curse believe, of Ibaka. Yeah, <laughs> right? Now I believe that that team is going to be uh, the Wizards, uh, but we'll see how that plays out. Uh, back to the Knicks sucking. Yeah, the Knicks making moves today, just garbage. They lost that game today. But they, I, I don't, I hate Carmelo Anthony. And I haven't said that before because I always thought I liked Carmelo, but I've lied to myself and I've been wrong my whole, <laughs> whole career. I loved like, him at Syracuse. Okay, I didn't watch him in college, so I can't even get that kind of love. All I know is, is this dude came out in the class of greatness. He came out with the Bosch, with the Wade. With the Braun, with, with the, the Darko, Darko, Milicic, <laughs> horrible pick by the way. Whoops! But he, he came out in the era of bang. The young Thundercats is gonna get it, and what did he do? Wasted he it. Shot a whole bunch of points up in in uh, the Nuggets Denver. in Denver, and then has the nerve to come to New York City. He's got banners. He's got whatever. I pray for him. I hope for him. I wish for the brother. But now I just realize he's not a winner. Oh, not only he's a is loser. he not. Not only is he not a winner, he has no drive or will to be a winner. Go ahead and run this video. So we can watch and see what happens. Um, so there's shoots and hits Anthony with three tests for a second remaining. That's what Mello does. Well defended. Can't stop that step back. Lethal. Deadly. So, you heard that. Carmelo hit a game-winning shot. Against the Sixers. I was about to say, if you don't know who it is, he beat the right. Sixers. Now, mind you, 
Not only did he beat the Sixers, it's just the Mickey Ficky Sixers. Go ahead, go ahead, run the second clip from the uh, sideline. It's the same exact clip. It's just from a fan in the front row with some money. So go ahead and let that run so you can hear the crowd again. I want you to hear the crowd. So people are jumping on the court. They're excited like they just want something. Every other Nick player is walking off the court like somebody just peed in their shoes and they can't do nothing about it. They don't like him. He's not a teammate. That's why. And they and they they're not even hyped about the win. They don't even care. That whole team I mean, doesn't care. That's why. Derrick Rose threw up the the the, uh, the the pass to him. He put it up. He got it. But then he's got the nerve to tap his forehead and say "mother flappers." These yeah. mother flappers. And I'm like, it's the mother flapping Sixers. You getting Brody on the Sixers? It's My like question is why the hell did Robert Covington let him go left, away from the double team that McConnell was bringing? Again, I, I, we need to lose games. I don't even give a ham Sammy about that. If we, if we send both our, our Porsches up in the garage, and we need to lose these games. That that doesn't bother me so much. But the fact that this dude is so hyped about beating the Sixers, shut the LL Cool J up, Carmelo. You was trash. Trash. I can't believe I ever believed in you, Melo. I remember going, taking in my, my limousine in the New York City. That's AKA the boat bus. Every time I took my limousine in New York, I saw them uh, mellow banners hanging from Madison Square Garden. I'm like, oh, he going to do it. And you ain't done a ham, Sammy. And you ain't even got the balls to leave to one of the teams that you said you would only go to because you don't want a championship. You don't want to compete. You're like KD. Later on, I'm already going to spoil it. Got a quote from KD talking about, I didn't want to go home because I don't want to play there. Why? Because it's too much pressure. And he can't handle the pressure because he's a coward. And Carmelo Anthony is a coward. Next topic before I get mad and punch my screen. (laughs) Hate Carmelo Anthony right now, yo. Speaking of people that everybody should hate right now, Baylor's Kim Mulkey. Baylor, everyone at Baylor needs to just stop talking on the mic for a little bit. Just take a take a couple months, go away, get out of the news for a little bit. You know, they had that horrible sexual assault scandal going with their last coach, Art Browse. Uh, now, Matt 50, Rule... 52 right, incidents. Right, Matt Rule's down there now. The former Temple coach took the job down there. Uh, the strength and conditioning coach that he hired, oops, got arrested for hiring a prostitute. <laughs> oops, his bad. Yeah. Now you got... Uh, Baylor's women's basketball coach, Kim Mulkey, is talking about if parents don't want to send their kids to Baylor after that, they should get they should get knocked in the face. Punch them in the face. Can you run that video? Is the video on that page? <laughs> go, go ahead and run that for the people. Let it go. Let it go. I wonder how she would have felt if her daughter had been assaulted. So, first of all, she's out of her mind. It's the best school in America. Y'all got problems right now. It's bigger than you. You're so tone deaf right. as a female, coaching females, right. that like, have a solid I would never send my kid there now. No, ever. <laughs> because here's the thing. Yes, it has nothing to do with your program, right. but saying that 
you would knock somebody out for sending their daughter there. It's not like sending their sons there. For sending their daughters there when it's a, a, a sexual assault scandal, what are you talking about? Right. Are you insane? You can't say those type of things. And mind you, she's obviously been saying that rhetoric to the girls on her team, to other people, because she was riled up about it after a win. There was no provocation. Nobody asked you for your opinion. Nope. You just came out and made that statement. Well, right. you know why? Because it's hurting her recruiting exactly for her why. basketball team. And it's going to hurt it more now. Oh, oh, she's first fastest to 500 wins or whatever, and it's going to hurt her recruiting. I hope she gets zero recruits. I hope that every girl turns her down nation and nation Koski, West Duke, Largo. She can't get nobody <laughs> from Ethiopia, as far as I'm concerned, to travel and come over there to go to school. And then, uh, go, go ahead, put the video back up. Don't don't turn away from it yet, because we're gonna. I'm gonna hear her little funky butt apology. Go go. Ahead, uh, did you uh, close it already? Is it back? Go, yeah, yeah. Finish it out. Let's hear her the say something stupid. People talking on it on a national scale that don't know what they're talking about. If they didn't sit in those meetings and they weren't a part of the investigation. You're repeating things that you've heard. It's over. It's done. And this is a great institution. And I would send my daughter here, and I'd pay for anybody else's daughter to come here. I work right. here every day. I'm in the know. And I'm tired so, of hearing it. So this is her right after that when she got asked about it. She doubled down on the ignorance. This, only to the next day walk it back and try to say her apologies. This is almost as disgusting as the Penn State fans who talk about how their scandal is over and people need to just move on from it as well, where, you know, they're still victims for those cases. You can't just move on from a scandal like that that you covered up for and years. How, and how could they move on? People right. have lost their education. They're, they're scared to go to school. They got to figure out a different way to, to finish school and maybe get their credits and all the other things are involved. And these are the incidences that got caught. This right. is the football concert that got caught. How many other institutions have it going on? We just saw the athletic director on a girls' basketball team uh, trying to rub girls down, rubbing their butts and all this kind of stuff and feeling them up, and 18 women finally came through, and that was on a female team with an athletic director. So, yeah, she thinks she's squeaky clean. I don't yeah. know that. Right. And by the way, she's not that great of a coach. I know she was fastest to whatever wins, but she had Brittany Griner, uh who was – the most dominant athlete in women's college basketball the whole time she was at Baylor. It's easy to win when you have the best athlete. Uh, not for nothing. I, at the end of this, I'll probably talk about uh, my daughter's game for that reason. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the uh, next story. <laughs> uh, uh, North Carolina, the state which proposes some of the best laws in our country. Because <laughs> they care. <laughs> yeah, stay out of my bathroom. That's right. As proposed, a new law where parents should be able to decide when concussed kids can return to the playing field because football is life. Because I'm a doctor, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come on. Like, like at, at, look, We don't need to really talk about this, but even just proposing this law is just embarrassing. Right. So, so okay, I'm going, I, I'm in, I play for uh, Duke. My mom's going to come down out of, the, out of the stands and say, my He's boy, good. good to go. Yeah. Really? Like you're you're gonna go find my mom up there in the stadium and like yeah she, oh, who what is? Right. What Maybe is they need to watch that? you know you know Friday Night Lights or something you know a fictional movie about how crazy you know parents can be when it comes to even a high school sport where yes. they risk their kids' lives for a championship. Yes. It, you know like, come on and look uh, as a a coach 
when the concussion stuff first came out, I, it's definitely overcautious at this point, but it has to be. Yeah. Because no yeah. one knows yet, and it's worth it to be more cautious. And they're kids. I believe the children are our future. Don't beat their brains in. Let them lead the way. Well, um, and I've... <laughs> Uh, I just, how can someone propose that bill and people are like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, so the next story, the picture that's up on the site is nice. perplexing me in a system of racism. Is uh, that him? So, so let's pull this up. Ste- we're talking about the Steelers' Antonio Brown right. extension. Now on the vi- on oh, it's a video. Go, let the video roll so I can see if this is a commercial or something. Cause that's not him, is it? No, that's not him. 2017 Madden Bowl champion. How does that sound? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, we need to re- refresh that page and kick it off. <laughs> that is definitely not Antonio Brown. That's not the Antonio Brown it's video. The Madden Bowl champion. I was like, okay, I'm yeah, a little but confused. But the, the title's right on the page, so maybe yeah. the video played through and another one popped up. So uh, the Steelers <laughs> paid that man. Yes, the Steelers have um, paid Antonio Brown an extension. Four-year extension, five-year deal overall, $68 million. And I don't think they should have done it, but I know why they had to do it. What do you think about that deal? Uh, Right now, it looks like a crazy deal. I know you think they shouldn't have done it because the Steelers kind of just produce receivers basically off of Roethlisberger's greatness. Even though he's a terrible person, he just makes receivers look good, and that offense makes receivers look good. But Antonio Brown's the highest-paid receiver in the league right now, $17 million a year. A.J. Green makes 15 Julio Jones, 14.25. Des Bryant, 14 But soon you have Beckham, Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. All those guys are going to get extensions. They're going to jump over Antonio Brown, and that contract won't look so bad soon. Kind of like, remember when Macklin signed with the Chiefs and it looked like a bad deal? So the Chiefs need a wide receiver. I understand that. I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying, remember, it looked like they yeah, overpaid yeah, him. Now yeah. it's just a middle-of-the-pack paid receiver. It's the right money. So Antonio Brown there he is, is the one of the best receivers in the league, and I have no qualms with that. I have no qualms with him getting the money. Oh, I right. have qualms with – I feel like they're reaching, because also in line with this, they franchise tag Le'Veon Bell. So Le'Veon's going to get his money. But aside with that, this is like excuse me. Oh, bless you. This is one of those things where like Roethlisberger uh, twinkle twinkled about wanting to leave. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't really even like Antonio Brown. He loves Antonio Brown, like needs Antonio Brown, but he doesn't like him as a person. So it doesn't matter. But you're right, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> he throws so him you, the ball. So <laughs> yeah, so you sign you sign him to keep him to, to keep uh, Roethlisberger happy, but I'm sitting there thinking like you might need to sign and trade this dude because he's a small cancer to your team and the way Tomlin likes to play. And they're saying, oh well, he's just being immature now. He's got the money; he's gonna calm down. People don't change overnight, bro. Like I said, a Boogie might change because he went to a situation where he was being treated miserably and he was unhappy, and now he has a chance to reload. This guy, the Steelers are a model organization. They've been treating you right. You don't think that's kind of opposite of how you felt when Deshaun Jackson left the Eagles when that was the same stuff they said about him, kind of, that he's a small cancer in the locker room and things like that. But the team didn't feel that way. And and Deshaun Deshaun wasn't physically showing his cancer to the league and world. I agree. Antonio Brown is a me first guy. Like a lot of receivers are. Like most receivers are now. Like most receivers are. Just me first, me first. That's all he cares about. But he definitely backs it up. Oh, 
top four, top all time in the league uh, right. history of the league in the last four years. Off yeah. his numbers, y'all like receptions stats. every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stats. He's the number one receiver in the history of the league. If you just took this four year window, like the numbers he puts up are insane. I get that, but He's again, we'll we'll see. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Deshaun, I'm trying to get him back. I'm trying to get that old thing back. Uh, before we get to our oh, usual I segment, real quick of, on that receiver thing, what? they're talking about Kenny Stills might get twelve million dollars a year, and Kenny Stills is nowhere near Antonio Browns. I'm sorry, I meant to bring that up. So if Kenny Stills gets $12 million, then Antonio Browns $17 million is nice. Yeah. They're, they're sorry getting, to interrupt. They're getting them for cheap. So I understand right. what you're saying. And, right. and, and that's the Steelers don't like to pay receivers anything. So right. good for him, good for them to get to keep somebody, spend a little bit of money, not crazy money, it looks crazy. Also, we don't know the details on that deal yet, how much is guaranteed versus the fake five-year Fake football year. contracts, fake yeah, football contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake news. Yeah. Uh, next thing... <laughs> This is not a Mickey Ficky sport. I'm trying not to cuss today. I don't know if you noticed. I'm trying to make sure okay. I keep myself in line. This ain't a sport. Bottle flipping. Bottle flipping. They're flipping through hoop rings on the target spots. They're yeah. flipping the, the, the platforms. They're flipping to... Why? This is not a thing. Okay. This is uh, not real. <laughs> this is not a sport. There are tiny children doing it. They got a uh, they got Ben Simmons flipping. They just had broke back mountain. Um, uh, uh, what's the dude's name from the Texans? Which one? JJ uh, Watt. JJ Watt doing it. <laughs> this ain't no thing. Why? Why? And I'm sorry. Uh, other than Simmons, why are these Caucasians out here like they had a sporting event and a coliseum flipping bottles? Because we're trying to find a sport we can be good at, man. I know, man. We're desperate. It's- we're getting desperate now. <laughs> Super duper desperate. Y'all got UFC on lock? You know what I mean? <laughs> the white man fight is back. Uh, John Jones is still the best. Anderson Silva, John Jones are yeah. still the best. I mean, if one dude could stop smoking weed, he would be just, oh, yeah. uh, gosh. Uh, I saw a video. I didn't have that clip ready today. I'm the worst. Video of uh, these guys getting undressed at the UFC, and the girl behind them, she's just getting moist is the nicest way I can put it. Okay. Yo, she's eyeing these dudes up and down. She's like, oh, oh. She's like, (laughs) she's sweating her shirt over. Like, she can't help it. Like, she's physically getting aroused looking at these dudes getting unrobed. She's just eyeballing them. Those videos always crack me up. Like, they'll catch, like, the female trainer or whatever, assistant or whatever, like, on the football team. She'll be looking at one of the players like, "Mm, okay. Like, (laughs) risk it all. It was was up in the stripper. The bottle flipping thing is stupid. Uh, people are afraid to compete in actual sporting events now, so they do this stuff because they sit inside all day by themselves yeah. on a computer doing podcasts. Oh, never mind. Edit that. Edit that. Hey, like, you, yeah. you, oh, oh, hey <laughs> sit inside all day all you want to, try to put a show together, live the dream. But when you're just flipping bottles, bro, right. like I'm just saying, and you're trying to act like it's athletic, like you you rented out a coliseum, like a, a, a stadium to do it with tables and booths. And you got colored water packs? Like, you done put the, oh, come on, baby. <laughs> like, why? Maybe for the kids, it should be a kid event. If you're under 14, you, you could come and do this event. It's like a cup stacking. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> oh, God. That would be crazy. Um, all right, let's, let's, get, let's hit up Quote That. Quote get out of this shit. That. You got that, that first one? Yeah. It's tough for me to call a grown man boogie. Says, okay, Doc Rivers. Glenn. Okay, Glenn. <laughs> what's what's Doc's real name? Glenn. Glenn, okay. Yes. I don't think did he have a PhD? 
a, 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 a HPD. Like you, you ain't got no kind of doctoral degree, brother. But you want people to call you doc. Your son called your papa doc. But you over here worried about a grown man called Boogie. He been watching too much uh, Chappelle show. By the way, I agree with him. I agree with them, but of all the people to say it, Doc, you, you can't say it. You don't even use the real name. And you only won one championship. You don't even deserve to have a PhD degree. <laughs> like, come on, man. You the doctor. You done surgicated on a lot of teams, but you done surgicated to kill a lot of teams. He ain't never going to win another championship in his career. Uh, next. Never. All right, Paul George, after receiving a technical foul versus the Heat, just said, it's a soft league, man. It's a soft league. And that's what it is. Everybody over here, you can't hate on nobody, can't talk trash anymore. You got your mom talking about cyberbullying, and you need to get lose your job. And it's just, everybody's a big old baby. Except oh. for the fact that Paul George is now saying he's going to the Lakers because he wants to win, and that's the only team he'll go to because he's soft too. But no, 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 no. He's not soft. He's going to a crappy Lakers team. He just wants to glisten the glamour. It's not like he's going to the Clippers who are stacked. He's going to a booty team, and they're going to suck for a year or two. He's going to suffer before they shine, if they shine. So this is not him being soft going to the Lakers. This is not the situation of KD or LeBron going to make I thought. I thought after he changed his number to 13, all would be well for PG-13. PG-13. It's too soft play. got to change your name. You got to be rated R. <laughs> Do it. Uh, yeah, but he ain't soft going to Lakers. Next. <laughs> All right, Dwayne Wade joking about Cristiano Felicio ruining his triple-double. He ended the game with 20 points, 10 assists, 9 rebounds. Dwayne Wade's quote, my teammate didn't want me to be great. It's all good, player. Yo, he was so mad in that game. <laughs> end of the game. I'll be mad, too. Play, end of the game, last play, shot goes up. He's in position. Young Thundercat catches the ball over top of him. He just runs and hugs the center. Turns around, looks at him, is like, man, Nick, uh, <laughs> and then smiled halfway. Then just gave him the grills again. Like, what are you? What you use a some of them? Oh, use a. And if, tell you what, if I was a coach, I'd have cut that young boy. I don't even know. I'd have cut him. I never even heard of him. So. I, I, that's why I would have cut him. <laughs> yeah, I tried to look him up and see what he was about. He ain't about nothing. You Not cut about him. that. You brought him here to shine for us and to be a legend. At least you could have did was let this man get on ESPN all week long with his triple-double because all they care about now is triple-doubles because Westbrook done made every other stat line look like crap. So if you ain't got a triple-double, you ain't nothing. Don't come at me with a double-double. I don't want to hear that noise. I don't want to hear that. Uh, Next. This one was so annoying. Gronk's starting to get on my nerves, man. Yeah. What's your favorite speed limit out there? I hope it's somewhere around 70. Gronk says to a female promoter at the right. Daytona 500, she yeah. was at pumping that monster Monster energy. And monster energy, the monster energy car actually won the Daytona 500. Yeah, so it all worked out in that That's aspect. Cool. Uh, but Gronk's, she, uh, she missed tired. She didn't say it. Gronk, Gronk is tired. You know what Gronk's problem is? Gronk might get traded. Yeah, because they don't need him. No, because they're going to sign Bennett. They're going to pay Bennett right. that money. Because Bennett is not Gronk powerful, but he's consistently good. Without the injuries. And that's all that they need. He takes a lick and it keeps on ticking. Mm-hmm. Gronk is not that. So they might, they're going to trade him this offseason, I believe. I just um, get annoyed. Gronk gets away with so much because everybody's like, it's just Gronk. Okay. Here's the thing again about that whole boogie thing. Yep. When you see how I talk to everybody, everybody knows that I'm an asshole. 
but I'm their type of dude. So they accept it. Like, they're like, ah, that's just Owen and Owen. You know how he be. And they deal with it because I've always been that way. I didn't just change overnight and then start making fun of people. I right. made, you know, I mean, I sat there in school. I came to a new school. I'm making fun of people I don't know because it's just my nature. And that's why you accept Gronk because it's like, oh, it's just Gronk being Gronk because he's never going to grow up. He's not. The problem is, is that when anybody else does anything even remotely funny, it's a big issue. So, right. I feel you. He's out here shaking his butt on on cruise boats and got girls getting wet T-shirt concerts and whew, he's. By the way, I do think Gronk is tired. But if Gronk ever wants us to come hang out with him, oh, we, we there. We're about that. I'm Gronk. Next. <laughs> uh, you already brought this one up earlier. Your favorite player, Kevin Durant, on why he did not join his hometown Washington Wizards in the free agency this year. Said, "I really just didn't want to play at home." See, that's soft. See the difference between that and Paul Pierce and uh, um, pa- Paul George? Paul George. How about LeBron? I'm coming home. Okay, LeBron, again, <laughs> th- those are more soft than George. Right. And this is soft because he don't want to go there because he don't think they can win. But the Wizards that actually come up uh, with their moves and stuff that they've done, they're playing really well. They ain't going to beat nobody, but they're really good right now. And if they would have had Kevin Durant, they might have done something. But he don't want to go against LeBron like that. That's yeah. the real reason. He can say what it really is. It's because he wanted to get out of the way from LeBron. He's scared of LeBron. And he wanted to go to a team that almost beat LeBron, and he thinks that that has to push him over. And I hope LeBron beats him again with all my heart. I don't care if LeBron doesn't want another championship the rest of his life. I Just need this him year. to win this one. <laughs> Next. You. Well, this goes back to earlier. We were talking about the parents wanting their players to play after concussions. NFL Hall of Famer Tony Dorsett on battling CTE. Said I have good days and I have bad days. The unfortunate thing sometimes is I have more bad than good. And this is why a parent can't allow their kid to come back on the field after they have a concussion. Yeah, North Carolina. Next. <laughs> I think the Hall of Fame are for people who make their teams better, not who distract from them. What did Owens do to make his team better? Former NFL GM Bill Polian. Which I could tell Bill Polian to go shove it up his snizzle because Terrell Owens got us to a Super Bowl, bottom line, by sheer will and sheer force, which what we team never did made. He not help? I don't know. I don't Everywhere know. Everywhere he went, the teams got better. I don't know what he's talking about. Like, that's something where I'm like, is that old man dementia? Like, what are you talking about, bro? Uh, Next. And I respect Bill Polian a lot, but I, that I, one I, had I me know, just, it's just for a loop, man. Just ridiculous. Oh, here you go. Shout out to the Bugs. Vladi Vlad. <laughs> All right, Kings general manager Vladi Divac after the DeMarcus Cousins trade. We're going to be in a better position in two years. If I'm wrong, I'll step down. Here's how this is going to be true. He meant a better draft position. See, he could turn that around in two years. Like, that's what I meant. I'm not I'm not quitting. This is where you take from the book of Sam Henke. I just... Sh- <laughs> not even... Tamper expectations. Oh, you yeah. you basically put yourself out of a job because you right. ain't never, ever, ever going to have another job in the NBA ever. I guarantee it you lose this job. You will never get hired for any other organization ever again. You ready for the quote that he should have went with? What? Today's the day we start to build a winner. From here on out, we're going to start drafting the right guys, and we're going to start building from here. And we're going to keep the right guys because they had four of the right guys. They had four all-stars. <laughs> Next, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate that guy. Uh, Pal Gasol on Kawhi Leonard. Kobe is on his own level, but Kawhi is definitely one of the most special players I've ever played with. 
only put that up there because Kawhi Leonard is my number two overall best player in the world right now. We need to start a Kawhi needs more shine something, man. Like he, needs, he needs to get some. But Kawhi is the second best player in the league.com. Um, <laughs> next. That's you. I don't even know how to put this in there because it's just funny to me. I'm going to paraphrase this because it makes no sense. KG to J.J. Redick on how Beyonce helped him in his game. He said he saw Beyonce working out and saw her singing and dancing. So then he went on the beach on his run and said, la, 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 la. And when he got on the court, he never got tired again. What has that got to do with anything? You basically just said that Beyonce turned you on. You trying to turn it into some soft story so Jay-Z don't come at you with shooters? I don't understand that quote to make that statement whatsoever. Kevin Garnett is struggling with the transition into the media. He, he's not, you know, he's trying to say things where he sounds like he, you know, he's with it, he's cool, he's got good stories, but he really doesn't. He's too gangster. Next. Right. <laughs> oh, Kawhi on playing on the big stage. <laughs> Every game's the same. There's two baskets. There's a crowd. So you just try and come out and get a win. That's exactly how Kawhi would say it. That's why I said it like that. <laughs> and that's why I love Kawhi, because Kawhi be Kawhi. He's just a straight-up cool dude. He just wants to play the game. I wish to Jiminy Christmas he was on a different team, though, because, like, the one the all-star game, not this one that passed, but the one before that, when he got an oop pass and he smiled, and they looked over popping and stopped smiling. I'm like, oh, my God, he's like an abused child. You can't enjoy the game. Don't No joy, no love, no happiness, no hope. You play ball, son. You play ball. <laughs> Kawhi make Pop happy? Yeah. <laughs> pretty, like, like pretty no, much, <laughs> yeah, go go play defense. Okay, pretty much right. is how it is. Um, so can you out. hear Kawhi in a commercial, man? Like buy that I, product. I, I think great. Kawhi does do. They do do local commercials. I got to look them up again. Last year when I was in uh, Texas, they were doing. Uh, they were they were running commercials for them. So that was interesting. Just but, ran uh, over. I we run over. We're not in overtime. We're on time. This is wrapping it up. Uh, that was a good run. So uh, tell the people where they can find you again. They always they should know they heard it before, but they can hear it again. Yeah, as always, check me out. I'm on Twitter on the Study Hall T H A S U D Y H A L L. It's up on the screen. Uh, usually, uh, I run another show. This one, we we have fun on all of them, man. It's always a good time. Talking sports. Uh, you know, I'm on the internet. I'm on the Twitter at Odoctor. Uh, IQMZ.com. There's a Patreon on there. You got a dollar. Throw it at us. We shaking. Uh, Mondays we're live. Then the show goes every up. Monday. Yeah, we're we're being generally consistent like bosses do. So if you want to get with us, you want to have fun, you want to talk sports, you can also email us at sports at iqmz.com and let us know what you think. Uh, just tell Jason how wrong he is, and also tell Jason to come with the stats and uh, uh, tell Shameless to come with whatever kind of stuff he come with. They always talk about me and the fact that I don't listen to what they got to say. I told them, just because I don't listen to y'all don't mean that the fans won't listen. I mean, <laughs> it's not for me. Of course, I know everything, but some of y'all don't, so you might want to be educated on something. I don't know. I'm your boy with J.J. Stone, a.k.a. Doctor, and we're out. We out. <laughs> Who you got on the screen? Who you got pulled up? That's not.